Tonight, we celebrate the value of sport as a means of bringing together people from 71 nations and territories. coming to you once again for an episode on the Commonwealth Games. We are an Olympics podcast, an award-winning Olympics podcast, but today we are just a non-award-winning Commonwealth Games podcast because I don't think we've won an award since the Commonwealth Games were started. I'll have to check, but I don't think we have. We're here to review days one to seven of the Birmingham 2022 Commonwealth Games, the first week and, well, it's more than halfway because these aren't the Olympics. They only go for 11 days. So, therefore, we're nearly done, but we're here to do these and go over them and talk about gold, 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 gold. I'm not going to go to 50 of them for Australia and, like, gold for Canada because I think they've only won one. I'm not too sure. <laughs> uh, speak, speaking of Canada, uh, it's a man who is from there. And the good news is, is that they won more than one gold medal and they're beating New Zealand finally. <laughs> Yay! It's Colin Hildy. Colin, welcome back. Oh, leave it up to Ben to downplay Canada's success. We've already surpassed the last Commonwealth Games gold tally with uh, several days left to go. Thank you. Well, having said that, you were losing to New Zealand for most of the week. So look at yourself <laughs> before you criticise me. Uh, and speaking of success, uh, we have another Australian on the line because we are shitting all over the world. Well, the Commonwealth. Um, it's Jared Lubick. Jared, uh, what a week. What a what a time to be an Australian. What a time. Nobody even challenging. Can't be bothered to catch up. Everybody else phoning it in. Not good enough. <laughs> It's pathetic. England, you pay all this money to host the Commonwealth Games and you can't even match us. What's wrong with you? Pathetic. All right? You golden generation. You suck. Go back home. Well, you are home, but go somewhere else. <laughs> Don't know where that would be. Um, it's been an enjoyable week of the Commonwealth Games. I joke. Canada are doing well, Colin. Well done. Congratulations. Um, if anything, India are choking. We'll get to them. Okay, I realise shooting isn't in the Commonwealth Games anymore, but no excuse. India should do better. You've got a billion people. Get Get on with it. Uh, but Canada are getting on with it, Colin. Congratulations. You have surpassed 500 Commonwealth Games gold medals of all time. Well done. Congratulations. How is Canada reacting to a successful opening seven days of the Commonwealth Games? Uh, I think Canada is reacting very well to the news of it. And 
almost nobody has actually seen any of it, but uh, <laughs> that will be for my rant on CBC's poor coverage coming later on. Uh, I, th- I think the the best surprise so far has been uh, it, obviously Penny Alexiak not being here, but uh, nobody else is letting down in swimming. Um, Summer McIntosh is killing it. Kylie's killing it. Uh, uh, we, well, uh, some of our men, I think the, the, the biggest surprise is the, the men, which that was one of the big talking points from Tokyo is the men were like, hey, we got to prove that we were in this too. And uh, they had some very positive fourth place finishes of the Olympics, but uh, a couple of our men are like really on the board now, which is uh, fantastic because now we're going with double the power uh, for the next Olympics, I guess. I, um, I've got a thing to talk about our good friend, Kylie, got a segment for her. Uh, so, uh, just get excited, but I'm excited to hear your rant on CBC. I blame Devin cause he's not there. Uh, breaking news in the men's doubles in the badminton, just quickly, Australia have, uh, spanked Jamaica, uh, two sets to love winning at 21 to 11 and 21 to nine. And, uh, our two athletes, which I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce because I will fuck it up and probably be called racist. They've won. So good for them. Uh, we've beaten our traditional badminton rivals in Jamaica. So uh, solid start to the show. Good job for them. Uh, Jared, Australia, speaking of which, uh, yeah, we're doing okay. Uh, um, I think we won 50 medals in three days, I think. They were talking that up. Um, we're currently on, what, 51 gold, I believe. So um, solid opening seven days. Although we could have done better, let's be honest. Yeah, I'm a bit uh, disappointed with, with the silver count at the moment. Trailing England in the silver count, I don't like that. Um, but across the board, like we're looking good. I, I like that that gold tally is more than the other two. Yeah, which is how, which is how far from one thousand now? Uh, fifty gold. I will correct myself. Uh, eighteen gold. I think we need to get to one thousand. Which I mean, the swimming's over, so uh, you, you know that's that's a bit dangerous there. But I mean, you know, we've still got a couple of our athletics people. We've got uh, the cricket. That's a gold. Come on. Not too sure about the netball anymore. We'll talk about who we lost to yesterday. That was a shock. Um, but I don't know, we've still got a, a few of the, the power events as well, which are good to rely on. So do you think, Jared, we can get there? Do you think we've got 18 gold in us in the last couple of days? Mm, I'm hesitant. Mm. I feel like no. Um, but, you know, saving saving that for the home games, you know. Yeah. There's something well, nice about that. Well, we should mention just quickly, just based on – so obviously we've got 80 gold in the Gold Coast, but it's a home game, so you always expect to get a little bit more. But the, the ones prior to that, we only got 49. So we added 31 gold between 2014 and then 2018, give a home Commonwealth Games advantage. But we've already surpassed Glasgow. But prior to that, Delhi, that was obviously four years after Melbourne, we got 74 gold from 84 from Melbourne. So based on that, if we get 10 less than we get from the previous ones we hosted, we are on track for maybe – 70, which would give us the 1,000, but that means we're still going to win 20 in the next cut. So I don't know. It's yeah. it's possible. But it gives you a good point. We're sandwiching between two home games. So, you know, Colin, Colin, I've, it is possible to win this amount of gold medals, just to let Canada know. I, I, I think you're wrong because I think now that you have set this expectation, you're going to end at 999 on the last day. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, I want to I, talk about it. Like, we're, we're doing all right for a guest on this show. This isn't the Olympics. We're, we're successful when it comes to Commonwealth Games. I was actually just looking at Canada's tally. So, if, if anything, Gold Coast was just a blip because, in all seriousness, like, I remember Gold Coast at the end of those games going, oh, Canada didn't do too well. You lost to India. I mean, come on, that's not good. But in all seriousness, 15 gold, 
in in the Gold Coast. Prior to that, 32 in Glasgow, 26 in Delhi, 26 in Melbourne, 31 in Manchester, 30 in Kuala Lumpur. So you hadn't actually dropped below 20 since 1970. But having said that, you did win the same amount of medals as you won in Glasgow in the Gold Coast. You just won a shit ton of silvers. I remember that. I, I mean, I was working boxing. You're all fucking losing. You, you all made it to the finals and you never won a gold. Um, so you won 40 silver medals on the Gold Coast, whereas this time around uh, you're sitting with 20 silver medals. You're halfway there, Colin. You're doing okay. <laughs> halfway there to being more successful at being second best. That, that's our aspiration as a country. <laughs> I know, I, it sounds like I'm pissing all over Canada, but like, I always root for Canada finishing second. I mean, sadly, England exists, so that's not going to matter. But when you host them in 2030 in Hamilton, I'm, I'm expecting that you can get back up there to second. But just so at the time of recording this, obviously we're actually going to release this pretty much just after I recorded it. So this is, what, on, on day seven, day eight, basically. So this may change by the time you're listening to this. But time of recording this, Australia on top, 50 gold, 42 silver, 40 bronze, 132 in total. England, 42 gold, 44 silver, 32 bronze, 118. Canada, 17 gold, 20 silver, 22 bronze, 59 total. But New Zealand are doing bloody all right for a country that usually is what, like fifth or sixth? Who cares about them? But 16 gold, 10 silver, 11 16 gold, Jared, for New Zealand. They're going to sink when they all arrive back. I mean, what the hell? Yeah, I feel like they were getting a little bit too big for their boots, you know, after the Winter Olympics. Uh, and doing all right in Tokyo as well. This is a nice little um, knock back down to earth for them, I think. Yeah, yeah, just they need to win less, basically. Uh, Scotland, come on, Scotland in fifth, seven gold, eight silver, 19 bronze. The poor Scots have got to stop finishing third. Uh, South Africa, six. India, now this is obviously clearly the, the fact that shooting isn't in the Commonwealth Games anymore because to see India with only six gold, seven silver, seven bronze, that's not a good look on there. I mean, Colin, you, you've mentioned before that you've got some Indian friends, I believe. Do they talk about the Commonwealth Games? Is this something that they're actually, nope. I mean, cause I don't know if Indians really give a shit about the Commonwealth Games. I don't really know any Indians and I know they only talk about cricket when it's a thing. So I don't know if India even gives a shit about the Commonwealth Games. Uh, I've, I've never heard my friends talk about uh, Commonwealth Games, Olympics, nothing else. I mean, they, they, whatever the, 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 their cricket sport is, or whatever the cricket league, whatever that is, that's what they're into. Um, this was kind of one of the big things in Tokyo as well. It's like, so what does hold them back in the Olympics? And uh, maybe it's just lack of interest. Maybe uh, you, you get uh, some big push, some big campaign. I mean, we had that in Canada uh, with uh, not just the Summer Olympics, just even in winter in general, just in the lead up to Vancouver, they made it such a huge campaign for years to build up interest in it so you could get athletes, so that you could get you know sponsors and stuff like that. And that has to be what's missing because I, 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 it's entirely possible that nobody in India knows the Commonwealth Games exist except for the people who are there. And, and not trying to be disrespectful to women's sport, but I also don't know the extent of popularity women's cricket has in India versus the men's game. So therefore, because it's only women, I know shooting is popular there, but with no shooting at the Commonwealth Games, I, I don't know if anyone is giving a shit at all. But you know what's interesting is that anytime I try to Google, like, what's the medal, medal tally for the day? Or what are some of the results? One of the top results that will always come up for me are Indian websites. Mm. <laughs> so, I mean, there's some type of media coverage there, but uh, I'm not enough that uh, anybody's paying attention. They finished third on the Gold Coast. They had 26 gold, 20 silver, 20 bronze. Uh, prior to that, uh, they got uh, 
fifth in Glasgow with 15 gold. Obviously, their home Commonwealth Games, they got second. So, suck at England. Uh, <laughs> but prior to that, 22 in Melbourne, 30 in Manchester. But just looking here at their overall medal tally by sport, they've won 181 going into these games, gold medals in total. 63 of those gold came in shooting. So, a third of their gold medals came in shooting and without shooting they're, they're showing weightlifting is second and that's where we're, they're winning all their gold medals here although breaking news in indian sport they won a gold medal in lawn bowls uh which i saw making the news a little bit uh and they also a gold medal in table tennis so um good on you india well done um everything else is coming in judo um athletics even um squash they got something there too. So uh, they're, they're doing okay. But uh, also just in the top 10, Nigeria, Wales, and Malaysia are there at the moment. Um, Want to go through some of the, I guess, the highlights. Um, Colin, what what are the ones, What's what are the, the big gold medal wins for Canada? Obviously, we've got a couple of our guests, which we'll talk about, which have gone on to some good success. Uh, you mentioned, obviously, Kylie in the pool. We'll talk about her. But, like, who are the, who are the ones who are making the news in Canada for their, their medal hauls? Maybe it's because Kylie's had so much success over the last six years already that, uh, I mean, she's definitely getting talked about a lot, but I mean, everybody is going crazy for Summer Macintosh because I think after uh, Tokyo, you know, she's suddenly on everybody's radar and then here she's just exploded. Uh, And I think uh, she, what is she at five or six medals already that she has? I think two gold. Summer? Summer, yeah. Uh, I, I will confirm that. Please keep talking. Yeah, I mean, Summer McIntosh is like the, the next big star now. So I think because people had sort of heard about her but hadn't really seen what she could do yet, uh, she's been the big uh, the, the big newsmaker here. Um, also, the gymnastics uh, for both the men and women. I mean, I, I think the, the women just won. I can't remember if it was rhythmic or artistic uh, within the last day. Uh, that seems to be the top story right now. Um, and, uh, I mean, obviously, like I mentioned with the men, uh, especially there, there's one guy, Joshua Lindo, who, because the men always sort of would, oh, we, we got up to fourth place and that was a victory. And it, it seemed like a joke, but like that was a huge victory for the, the male swimmers in Tokyo to have fourth place finish. Uh, Joshua Lindo ended up with a gold medal. And I think he, uh, he had another one, uh, was it in the mix relay? Uh, so now he's a name that's on everybody's radar here, which again, it's just so strange that, these people are making news when nobody is able to watch the events, but uh, uh, I'm sure they'll be able to catch the replay at the end of the, this upcoming week. Six medals Summer did win, two wow. gold, three silver, and a bronze. Um, so just looking here, you've won tettle, ten, medal, 10 sports you've won medals in. Uh, swimming, seven gold, seven silver, six bronze. Judo, four gold, three silver, one bronze. Canadians love throwing people in the Uchi Martyrs and all that kind of fun stuff. You also like lifting heavy stuff because you got two gold, two silver, four bronze in the weightlifting. The 3x3 basketball, so in the four events, you won four medals, uh, including two gold, a silver, and a bronze. So Toronto Raptors, I'm, I'm putting that because outside of that, your international teams suck generally in basketball. <laughs> no offense, you know, I'm, I'm always rooting for Team Canada in the basketball, but you just don't seem to match what you should be able to do. And, you know, basketball, that's something that's interesting, too, because uh, I, I talked to you um, not on our last combo, but uh, after the games had started. And uh, I'd mentioned to you that, like, oh, there's a new Canadian basketball league that started up and uh, they started getting some TV coverage. Now they're getting close to their playoffs. 
And I just started doing a little bit more research into that. And I actually checked out a game. Uh, and it's, it's it, basically what it came down to is the, the other Canadian basketball league that existed. Uh, there was a guy who came in and said, hey, I know how to increase attention for your league. I know how to get you more viewers. I know how to get you more subscriptions. I know how to get you more attention. And they basically said, no, we don't like your ideas. So he's like, fine, I'm going to find a billionaire and I'm going to get my own league started, which he did. And so this new CELB, Canadian Elite League Basketball, uh, has started and it, it's uh, gotten a deal with CBC now. It has sponsorship. It, they've jazzed it up. You know, it's got a, um, a lot of uh, like pyros jazz? and stuff like that. Jazz, jazz music. <laughs> Utah. <laughs> jazz. <laughs> Uh, and uh, it's starting to get a lot of attention. But one of the rules they have for the, the CBL is that you have to have 70% Canadian players on it, which is normal for a lot of local ones. But uh, they're really trying to use this as a way to push basketball because I, I think we've talked about it here before. I mean, technically, basketball was, can, it was created in the United yeah. States, but it was created by a Canadian. So That's this is a Canadian sport. And you would think Canada would have more success there. So behind the scenes, there seems to be a, a lot more of a push to make basketball a bigger thing in Canada. And uh, maybe it's starting to work now. Well, I mean, I always, always joke about how you guys barely even realized the Raptors existed. And then all of a sudden you got to the conference finals. Oh, we better start watching this. And then you make it to the NBA <laughs> yeah. finals. And you win. Oh, yeah, we're all Raptors. Woo, Raptors. And it's like, you guys, you guys never followed it until you started winning it. And even after you won it, you still, whatever. But no, it would it would be good to see it be, get a bit bigger. And I'm, I'm looking here quickly at this CEBL, um, which I have to say, though, the spread of teams um, <laughs> coming from such great places as, I mean, you'd think there'd be a Vancouver or Victoria team. No, the Fraser Valley Bandits, um, the yeah. esteemed place of Fraser Valley. Newfoundland. Scarborough. Yeah, yep, Scarbro, uh Saskatchewan Rattlers. There's not even there's no Manitoba team. Um and there's what four in the uh in the Ontario area. So, but I, I do see here Patrick Ewing Jr. is the coach of the Newfoundland Growlers. So I don't know how what? familiar both of you are with Patrick Ewing, but his son is the coach of the Newfoundland Growlers. So <laughs> We get need to get board. Scotty Pippen Jr. on the Fraser Valley team. <laughs> he's um he's about to be drafted into the NBA, so he might be a bit busy, uh, Mister <laughs> Mister Pippen Jr. But uh, anyway, um, but yeah, so gold in the basketball gymnastics, you got one gold, three silver, five bronze. Athletics, a gold and a bronze. Cycling, zero gold, three silver, two bronze. Squash, you've got a silver. Diving, you've got a bronze. And triathlon, you also got a bronze. I mean, the diving's just started, so I expect Canada, you're pretty good in diving, so I expect you'll probably get a few there. Uh, you got with women's rhythmic team all around. I know Jared was probably hooked to all that one uh, <laughs> with, with the gold there in the gymnastics. Uh, so we want more gold in artistic gymnastics in Canada. What I mean, you know, it's the Commonwealth Games and Australia are winning gold <laughs> medals in gymnastics. I'm sorry. Like, there's just that's where it is at. Um, but, yeah, good hole there. I like that. And some of that, like... She was. She's now what? Sixteen. So she 17. was. Seventeen. So she was born in two thousand six. So, uh, also a couple of gold in the world champs. So Jesus, Paris, look out! She's going to be mm. uh, doing some doing some good there. Um, Jared, Australia. Um, I'm not going to go all over all fifty gold, but um, I guess the the big one, uh, Emma McKeon, the goat of the Olympics, obviously our greatest of all time Olympian. 
is now not only the greatest Australian Commonwealth Games athlete of all time, she's the greatest Commonwealth Games athlete of all time. 19 Commonwealth Games medals. She now owns the record for most Commonwealth Games ever won. This is only in, what, three Commonwealth Games as well. And she's still quite young. So uh, she, she's done all right, has Emma. She's done all right. 14 gold, one silver, five bronze in total over all of her Commonwealth Games. And uh, here in Birmingham, she's won six gold, one silver, one bronze. Um, I mean, that puts her ahead of, I think, India on the medal tally. So uh, oh, just below, above Nigeria, her traditional rival. Um, I just want to say one thing about Emma. Like, great, we love her, but she kind of did... I still think she just came out of nowhere and she's like... When Thorpey had this record... Everyone knew. Everyone was like, Thorpey, Thorpey, Thorpey. Even when the likes of a Susie O'Neill or a Lisa Jones, everyone knew. I was like, Emma McCann breaks this record. It makes the news. But I still swear, if you walk down the street and ask 10 people who Emma McKean is, I reckon only six of them would know. Whereas everyone would know Thorpey. Everyone would know Lisa Jones. Everyone would know Susie O'Neill. But I don't know. Do, I, do you get the same vibe there that as great as she is, she doesn't seem to get as much admiration as I think she should get? I do. And, and despite the fact that she's, She's won all these times. She's got like these records to herself now. It just still doesn't feel like she's won. I don't know. It just doesn't feel like she's won that much. Yeah, I agree. It's it's, um, it's, it's odd. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it's a media thing too. Like I feel like Ariane Titmus is like the, the oh. face of that swimming team, right? Like yeah. anything she does, she's like plastered everywhere. And then there's this like Emma McKeon with this amazing record. And it's like, well... I don't know. I just feel like it doesn't get as much coverage. Maybe I like I, it could even just be like a personality thing that she seems, I don't know, fairly like reserved and I don't know, but it's just, it's weird. It just doesn't feel like she's a like been around as long as she has been now. And then B that she's won as much as she has. Which it's weird to think if it's a personality thing, because I'm not going to say this and be disrespectful to the great Tasmanian of Ariane Titmus, but I'm sorry that, they're both like planks of wood. They're not that exciting. But like Ariane Titmus sells appliances at Harvey Norman. So, I mean, maybe she just gets paid more. I don't know. I mean, I swear all the news uh, about Emma McKean this week is because she's fucking Cody Simpson and bloody what's-his-face is, you know, crying in the media that they're talking a love triangle. I'm sick of hearing this shit about him, Cody Simpson, Kyle Chalmers and freaking Emma McKeon. Just have a threesome, sign up to OnlyFans and get it the fuck over and done with, all right? They're winning gold. Leave it alone. Yes, Colin. Uh, I, I was going to comment on the personality thing because my first thought was kind of the same thing. And it, when uh, I think it was her first gold that she won uh, during these games, it, it was on CBC. And you have like kind of a revert, reserve celebration, which my first thought is when you win that much you're not going to have the big explosive celebration every time and even the commentary is like and that is the first of what will probably be many gold for Emma McKeon uh, and <laughs> then just sort of left it at that uh, but then I started to think of like well who are some of the other like big personalities or, or are, I guess big stars of swimming and Michael Phelps is a board of wood as far as personality goes, but like Ryan Michael Phelps, Ryan Lochte. Yeah. Like, <laughs> those are like the biggest stars in sports. So, I mean, does personality play that much uh, of a part in it? Uh, obviously you could say with Michael Phelps, I mean, he was the first to really go record after record after record. So it doesn't matter what your personality is, but I mean, does personality matter that much it's, in swimming? I, it's a great point because I mean, 
Ian Thorpe is not exactly Mr. Personality. Like, I mean, yeah. I watched Thorpe's Angels or whatever the fuck that show was that he hosted. I mean, God, he hosted his own TV show and it was shit. I love you, Thorpe. You are a legend. But Thorpe wasn't exactly Mr. Personality. I mean, when he won a, his first gold in Sydney, he was just like, yeah, cool, gold. Um, I mean, <laughs> Grant Hackett, personality. Michael Klim, you know, Kieran Perkins was even a bit reserved, but he still let it all out when he needed to. Susie O'Neill, bit reserved, but she seemed like, you know, I, I, I don't know. It's a great question to ask, but it just, I don't know what it is and why it is like this because it's just, it's strange. Like she, she's doing so like amazing things that have never been seen by an Australian athlete, particularly, you know, on this level. And yet it just seems like she got more news this week because she's, I mean, I swear Cody Simpson got, I'm fuck Cody Simpson. I'm so sick of hearing about Cody fucking Simpson. Um, I don't know if you're thinking of that in that chair. I feel like going on a rant. And like maybe (laughs) Australia, like, I feel like fatigued with swimming. Like when the games are on now, yeah. like I, I, I just don't even want to watch it. And that probably is like a time zone thing as well, because all I can see is like the heats, unless I want to be up at like four in the morning to watch the finals. So maybe it's a, yeah, fatigue of, of swimming and doing so well in it for so long, but also maybe it's like the home game thing. The fact that we had like an Olympics in Sydney when like Thorpe was kind of getting to like his prime is maybe more so why they're a household name because so many more people watch them win kind of kind of their yeah. finals and events. And it also might be a case of too that, I mean, we have really been spoiled in the last 20 or so years with these big names. I mean, I remember growing up, you know, not to say we didn't have the the big names in like the, the 80s and the 70s, but like it's sort of, we kind of didn't, we maybe had one or two. And then all of a sudden it sort of exploded in the mid to the late 90s when you had you know, Kieran Perkins followed by all of a sudden Thorpe, Hackett, Klim, you know, Hugel, Susie O'Neill, Liesl Jones, uh, Libby Trickett, Stephanie Wright. Like they just kept coming and we've got so many. And as you said, Ariane Titmus, you know, Emma King, Kaylee McEwen, like these people who are just boom, boom, boom. It's like, oh God, we've got enough of them. Oh, I'm sick of them. Like we're turning into America, I think. It's just like we're not a cocky nation when it comes to sport. Colin's probably going to laugh at that because like, oh, I put up with this on the podcast. <laughs> Australia wins gold. They're cocky. We're not. Australia is not a cocky nation when it comes to sport. We don't gloat about things like this generally. So maybe that is a thing where all of a sudden we're turning into America. <laughs> like, I don't know. No, but are your expectations too high though? Because it seems Come like whenever dangerous. we do, well, I would say even Olympics, because every time we do an Olympics, you, you, you both seem to be like, yeah, the media is basically like, oh, if we don't it's, do this, then it's no good. Last year was an anomaly because Yes, we, we go into these with expectations, but we generally will deliver like 40% of what we're expected to. Like last year, particularly with swimming, what was it, like nine gold, 10 gold, wherever it was, like that doesn't usually happen. So usually you expect to win that many, but you might only win three or four. So the fact that that was the real first time that we had delivered on what we were expecting. So we're like, oh, fuck, like, okay, this is what we do. Guarantee in Paris in a couple of years' time, it will probably flounder all of a sudden. It'll be back to London levels where we what won one gold in swimming and there's national inquiries and all this kind of stuff going on. So, yeah, there's, there's look a little, I, I would assume it's kind of like with hockey with Canada, that like Nagano, you were no doubt expected to wipe the floor because you've got Gretzky yeah. in the gang and you don't even get a medal. Uh, and then Salt Lake, you win the gold. And then Torino, you don't oh. even make the semis <laughs> from memory. So, like, I mean, it's kind of... It's that level where you have that expectation and majority of the time we don't generally deliver. The Olympics I'm talking about. Commonwealth Games is different because, you know, not being disrespectful to the other nations, our biggest rivals are the US 
and often Russia and China. You know, England have improved a lot in swimming. Canada have improved a lot in swimming. South Africa were good for a while, but they've kind of dropped off. We don't really have the big nations in swimming that challenges. It'd be like, again, if hockey was at the Commonwealth Games, Canada are going to wipe the floor and not even get remotely challenged. So, yeah, it's... it's, it's nice I, it's, field. I, I, it was it was field, yeah. You challenge. <laughs> I just I just feel bad for Emma because like she, this is amazing what she has achieved. Mm. So freaking amazing, you know, to, to achieve that level of success. And and I don't know. Maybe it is a gender thing. Maybe if this was a man, it would be talked about more. I I hope that's not the case. But, but didn't I don't you say know. that like Kaylee and Ariane get like a ton of media coverage? Ariane definitely does. Kaylee Kaylee, I feel is even being ignored even more. Like I mean. What really? she two, three gold in, in Tokyo. She's won about the same this week. And people are just like, oh, yeah, Kaylee. Like, people mm. like, seem to, she's always third bill on these lists of, because um, she skipped the majority of the world champs, but I think she came in last minute and ended up winning a gold still anyway. But yeah, it's it's weird with Kaylee because, yeah, do you, I don't know if you find that too, Jared, but she always seems to be the third on that list all the time. Yeah, I feel like she got hyped up a lot for the Olympics, but then for the Com Games, there's just been zero coverage. Um, but even it's weird, even if you compare it to something like the Campbell sisters and how much media oh, coverage and yes. hype like was always around them. And, and they're even and getting it. They're commentating mm. this time around. I didn't even realize Kate had retired. I thought she was still going. Yeah, it's just, it's it's weird. Yeah. And I mean, you think of like the other one. So what's uh, Maddie Wilson, the one that's up and coming now, and she's getting a bunch of attention now and, and Molly O'Callaghan, you know, a couple of others. You know, it's, it's great. It's stacked, but... Then even on the men's side of things, I mean, do people even realise that Zach Stubbley-Cook is an Olympic gold medalist? Like, he barely gets a mention. This guy's an Olympic gold medalist because all we're hearing about is fucking Cody Simpson. I'm sick of it. Your music sucked. You didn't win anything individually. And now you're doing Emma, Emma and now poor old Kyle Chalmers getting dragged through the mud because he used to do Emma. I'm calling it now. This Cody Simpson swept in. Oh, I'm a pop star. Oh, look at this. And Emma's like, ah, and she's gone off. And poor old Kyle Chalmers. I feel sorry for Kyle Chalmers. Fastest man in the world getting bloody heart broken. Leave him alone. Leave Kyle Chalmers alone. Colin, do you know what we're talking about? <laughs> I know who Kyle Chalmers is. I, <laughs> the so rest what, of it's uh, all... <laughs> what Cody Simpson single is uh, is closing out the show. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. I'm not playing that shit on this show. We want to retain our award-winning status, don't we? Um, basically, obviously, Emma McKean and Kyle Chalmers used to be a couple. And at some point they broke up. And now the biggest couple in Australia is Emma McKean and Cody Simpson. And Cody Simpson basically gets all the attention because, oh, he's like Justin Bieber, but now he's in the pool. And then essentially there was a press conference during the week where everybody was just basically ragging on Kyle Chalmers because there were supposedly leaks about how he's not getting along with Emma and there's, you know, disdain in the swimming camp because of this weirdness. There's like a triangle going on. And basically Kyle Chalmers is basically just like, just shut the fuck up. I'm sick of these questions. I'm like having a mental breakdown. Like this is the hardest point. Like I feel so bad for the guy because literally all the media – is just concentrating on the fact that, oh, he might be jealous. It's like, well, probably is, but who cares? He's winning fucking medals. So, like, what the fuck does it matter? This this also seems, it seems to be a celebrity thing too, where it's a little bit different. If it was like, oh, well, you know, they broke up, but she's Mm. immediately hooked up with Cody Simpson. But if it's something where it's like they legitimately broke up and then, okay, she's got a new guy, like, it, it, the media will always jump all over though. I bet you that the, the ex is jealous, but you know what? If, if you actually break up with somebody and there's not another person involved, if it's not like, you know, an infidelity thing, 
yeah. within a week or two, you're like, I could care less, you know? <laughs> so uh, chances are he just couldn't care. And now he's just tired of hearing about it. Right. Yeah. Just like we're tired of Cody Simpson, right? Jared. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, I feel like it's not a Commonwealth games or an Olympic games without like some messy drama with the Australian swim team. Right. Yeah. There's always, there's always something that's just, it's just, this is what I think most people remember Commonwealth games for sadly now as a controversy. I mean, what was it? Was it Delhi or Glasgow? I think it was Delhi. Wasn't it with Sally Pearson and the whole, like, she tried to win the 100 and the 110 hurdles and she won both but then got disqualified and that's all people were talking about. I remember Channel 10 had that one. I remember them just like, oh, Sally Pearson, Sally Pearson. Sally. It was like, oh, my God, like there's other things happening. <laughs> like, uh, Great guest of this show, by the way, Sally. Uh, so, yeah, Australia got 25 gold, 21 silver, 19 bronze in the swimming. So if we just removed swimming from our medal tally, we would still be above Canada. So um, that's pretty good. Uh, cycling, we're back, Jared. Um, we were calling for national inquiries last year after Tokyo, but all of a sudden we found our form, which is surprising because it's kind of not like the swimming because generally the biggest nations in cycling are still there. England, New Zealand, you know, Canada, still there. Like, because you don't really see USA doing very well in cycling. Like, yeah, Italy, Germany, those sort of countries are good. But yeah, so 10 gold, three silver, three bronze, done all right in that. Athletics so far, six gold, four silver, one bronze, which is good. Gymnastics. Celebrate gymnastics. <laughs> Three gold, five silver, two bronze. Georgia Goblin off the podium zone. Two gold and what did she get? Two gold and three silver. Uh, three silver. Mm. So you're welcome, Georgia Goblin. That's what you coming on this show, doing the interview in your backyard in Brisbane. You go into Commonwealth Games glory. Uh, judo, two gold and eight bronze. <laughs> Don't even name me one Australian judoka right now. Go. <laughs> Yep, that's exactly my point. Uh, there'll be there'll be some two two gold medalists walking off the plane, gold medals around their neck. The media's there going, "Who are they?" <laughs> They've got gold medals around their neck. Uh, Tinker Easton won the women's fifty-two kilogram. Of course, she was expected to win that. And Iofi Coughlin won the uh, women's seventy kilo. So uh, thoroughly deserved. She's had a great career. So finally, that's uh, rewarded her there. Uh, what else have we won medals in? Uh, 3x3 basketball, we got a gold, two silver and a bronze. Weightlifting, a gold, two silver and a bronze. Lawn bowls, we finally got a gold medal in the Northern Hemisphere, a gold, three silvers. Rugby sevens, we got a gold. Diving, a silver. Triathlon, a silver. Table tennis, a bronze. And para power lifting, a bronze. Uh, what was your What was your highlight? Oh, Colin, you got something to... Uh, ben started off the segment saying, I'm not going to run through all the golds. And then he no, ended I meant individually. I meant individually, <laughs> not the sports. I don't want to go through 50 gold medals. Uh, do you have a, a highlight, Jared, um, of all of these uh, medals? I feel like the women's marathon, right? Just Stenson yeah. winning that was just, I don't know. There was something special about it. And like the commentary too, like going through like the past winners and like so many of those, like, like memorable moments that I can like actually like really like strongly fondly remember. Um, And the fact too, that yes, kind of it's a, it's a smaller field and nations might not be sending their best athletes, but it's one of those ones in terms of nations, like a lot of like the African nations who dominate that sport are there like in that event. Um, So it's still really impressive to, to come away with a win there. We've like, we, I think it's our first time we've won the women's marathon since is it 2010. But like we, we always do very well in the women's marathon at the Commonwealth Games. It is, and as you said, like it is kind of one of these weird ones where 
Yeah, like I was it. It was Melbourne, wasn't it, with Karen McCann, who she sadly died mm. not too long ago, I think, from memory. And um, was it Manchester as well? We had a big one as well. Yeah, Karen McCann won two in a row. So, um, and I remember that was like big stories of the game because they always talk about how their mums and they're doing so well. But like, it's just. It's insane to think that for some reason at Commonwealth Games we're really good in women's marathon, which is uh, something else. Can we just quickly add that in the men's 100 meter, Kenya won the 100 meters. Usually, it's they're the good at the long distance. I didn't realize Kenyans are good at sprinting as as well. So uh, that's good. Lawn bowls is great. I, you know, it's a weird thing that we had never won a gold medal on the northern in the northern hemisphere at a Commonwealth Games. But uh, Ellen Ryan in the women's singles broke through to win the the lawn bowls. Colin, have you been glued to the lawn bowls this week? I have checked out uh, a couple of times. Um, I, I admire it more for the physiques of the players because it's <laughs> the only place where you're going to see a bowling physique uh, in uh, a uh, Olympic. What are you trying to say? That is Colin. Going to say jacked. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I know it's, it's funny to see these athletes, these athletes. Uh, I really don't want to make fun of it. It's, it's, it's an interesting sport. I mean, it, it's actually closer to curling, I feel yeah. like, than it is bowling. But uh, at the same time, to me, it, it's kind of like the whole field hockey thing. Like, I don't have a problem with field hockey, but it's like hockey should be on ice. And to me, when I'm watching this, I'm like, ah, this game would be really good if they were on ice. There's an idea. Somebody run with that. Well, it's so funny that you say that because whenever Australians show curling, how we describe it is lawn bowls on ice. That's literally how Australians describe <laughs> curling. So you would describe it as curling without ice. Um, yeah. And then, I mean, I think most Australians know what ice hockey is, but we call it ice hockey. We don't Hockey to us is field hockey. So it's kind of that weird sort of uh, disparage there. In all seriousness with the gymnastics, I mean, Georgia Goldwyn, two gold, won the individual all-round of the women's bolt. Also, Kate McDonald won the women's beam. Um, yeah, we generally win medals in gymnastics. I don't think we got any gold in the Gold Coast from memory, but like it's it's nice, Jared, to be able to see us win medals in Olympic sports that you know, realistically we're never gonna win an artistic gymnastics medal. We won a trampoline medal, that's it. That's all we've ever won at Olympics. So I like watching gymnastics for many reasons, but also to see us winning medals. It's great. Mm. It's nice too that we can have athletes win multiple medals in a sport other than swimming. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, you know, athletics sometimes, uh, but rarely they do that anymore. But, yeah, it's basically gymnastics. Judo as well. I don't think I've seen any judo on TV this week. How have we won, like, two gold and eight bronze and we've not basically, I mean, just Channel 7 just, oh, no, it's only judo. We won 10 medals in judo. We've won 10 medals in judo. This is a golden generation, Jared. I'm expecting medals in Paris now. <laughs> I don't think we've won medals in judo since Athens. I don't think we only won a bronze there. So is Colin, do, I mean, Canada's done well in judo as well. Is judo getting much? I mean, you said there's no coverage at all in Canada, basically, but on yeah. the, obviously the, any coverage you get, have you seen any judo? <laughs> None. Uh, but the, the way that the Canadian, I'll, I'll go on a bit of my rant here about CBC now. Just go get for it. Out of the way. Uh, obviously we mentioned CBC's coverage of this. Uh, they, they secured the deal with less than two weeks before the games. Um, they've, had not a lot of time to put together anything decent, but the way it works is uh, on TV, they'll actually on the weekends air like four hours on Saturday, three hours on Sunday, uh, just kind of recapping everything from the week. But uh, throughout the week on the app, they basically have six channels set up that is showing live coverage. Now you have to click on the channel and start viewing it to see what sports are even supposed to be up that day. But 
with any other event, like with uh, the um, Olympics or Pan Am Games or anything else like that, you can go back and look at the replays and you'll see, oh, well, here's the coverage just from lawn bowls or just from judo. Uh, the only replays that exist on CBC's website are only for day one swimming, day two swimming, day five swimming. Like it is just swimming. Nothing else can be viewed on replays. So unless you happen to click on channel three and you see, look, there's judo at the time you're watching it, you're never going to know it. It was even on. Wow. So Devin being not being there, they're going to hell basically. <laughs> if Devin was there, he would have done something about this. It's all, it's all Devin. That's interesting because I, I mean, I haven't, been watching it as much as I would in Olympics. And I think kind of, Jared, you summed it up there too. It's, it's a lot of the, the stuff we want to watch is at four in the morning, five in the morning. And I love the Commonwealth Games, but I don't love them enough to get up at four or five o'clock in the morning. Like I'll, I'll sometimes leave it on and fall asleep to it. And I'll often catch the, you know, a bit of the highlights in the afternoon with Joe. But generally, if I want to see it, it's quite easily accessible on like the Channel 7 Twitter feed or the Facebook feed. You can just watch the replay of it, watch the news. It's it's not the Olympics that I'm going to get up at four or five in the morning to watch it. So, but from what like I mean, right now um, they've got table tennis on, which is good. <laughs> um, uh, I, I and I'm watching it on seven two right now, just because obviously being in Hobart, the, the footy's on, so that's kind of what Channel Seven's focus is. It'll be different for you, Jared. Being in Sydney, of course, they don't give a shit about AFL. So yeah, I, I mean, from what I've seen, it's been okay. Um, but yeah, I don't know, Jared, if you've been getting up early to watch anything or again, it's similar, you just, it's not the Olympics, so it's not a, as precedence as it would be. I haven't. I feel like, yeah, a lot of like the highlights and stuff I've just been seeing on social media. It, it annoys me that they have like these, like channel seven have these like minis for like the, uh, highlights of like the events, but mm. there's no, apart from like the show with Joe in like the afternoon, there's no just like day highlight, which is what I want. I just want like a snippet of like a day highlight that just goes through like all like all the events and like what happened. But you can't we- get it. You can get it for like individual events or they did it for like swimming, but other sports, no. Nah. And that's the, the one that I rely on when I wake up. It's sort of straight to the medal tally on the, and the Birmingham app is terrible. I don't know if either of you have got the Birmingham app. My news, like you select your favorite countries. My news is still talking about Australia's great day one swimming and Canada's hopes in the gymnastics. It hasn't updated in the week that it's been on. Um, and the medal tally the other day went from showing, say, like, you know, whatever it was at the point, 15 gold for Australia, three for Canada. And then you refresh it the next day and we'd lost all the medals. We're back to four gold. I'm like, oh, <laughs> did we get stripped of it? Like, what happened? A lot of drug cheats on the Australian team this year. But um, Fox Sports actually is the daily wrap. Like, they every morning I wake up, they've got a, you know, Commonwealth Games, day six wrap. And they'll have, like, headlines. It's really easy to navigate and they'll often have the videos there of the event. So, if you want a tip foxsports.com.au they've got a great little daily rap going on there not an actual rap it's not just somebody you know going yo 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 these are the yeah, that was a bad joke man. um <laughs> <laughs> one thing i want to mention actually just obviously Emma McKeon, 19 medals of overall um in second place another athlete at these games chad lecloe lacloss whatever his name is i think it's chad lecloe isn't it um south african great swimmer he's actually at birmingham and he's won a silver in the 200-meter butterfly. So he's now on 18. So he's equal second most Commonwealth Games medals of all time. So This uh, has to be his last one, though, right? Yeah. he. So he is now, uh, I mean, yeah, Delhi, Glasgow, Gold Coast, and Birmingham. So he's actually, he's only 30. So he's, I mean, that's old in swimming years, I guess. Mm. But, I mean, he's that's quite young. But overall in Commonwealth Games, yeah, seven gold, four silver, seven bronze. 
So uh, doing all right there. So for Chad, I like Chad. He always only butterflies like is struck. Uh, yeah, it's done I some feel like that's style. even kind of more impressive in a way because um, the freestyle you get a couple more relays. It's not like you get like a four by two hundred meter butterfly relay. Yeah, well, the Commonwealth Games he's won a few freestyle medals, but mainly butterfly. Um, his Olympic medals are all butterfly, except he got a silver in the two hundred free in Rio. Uh, but I mean, he carries South Africa because I mean, you know, I mean, there was they were good. There was a what, was it an Olympics or something? They broke the world record. I remember South Africa and France had a random period there in the four by one. Mm. They were very good. I was like France and South Africa, okay. Um, which uh, Adam Peaty getting beaten was it? Which yeah. event was that? And he had been hadn't been beaten in about six years, and he got fourth. That was good. Uh, yeah, <laughs> don't like Adam uh, Peaty. That was one of my notes here. Uh, what was it? Uh, I think it was a hundred meter or something or other. Um, He's because he got into he trouble. He did come back. He won. He won for the fifty. But yeah, that he there was the controversy because he basically downplayed he didn't care it. about it. He's like, it's just the Commonwealth Games. <laughs> And then, and then he came out and said, well, you got to forgive me. I only had two hours sleep. Like, I'm sorry, Adam Peaty. Like, I love oh. Adam Peaty, but, like, I have three children. I mean, two hours <laughs> sleep is a normal night for me sometimes. So I'm not And gonna... Colin puts on a great performance. All He's winning gold all the time on these podcasts. He doesn't exactly, put in a bad yeah. episode. You know, I, I'll, Jared, I'll on the other hand, Jared. he gets eight hours sleep. He just he phones it in every time. Phones it in all, all day, every day. <laughs> I'll throw my chair 100 meters, Adam PD, after two hours exactly. sleep. <laughs> exactly. Turn it up. Um, one thing, too, I just wanted, I liked during the week, the Premier of Tasmania, Jeremy Rockcliffe, uh, posted on Facebook, uh, Tasmania on the Commonwealth Games medal tally. I don't know, this was like how many days. But Tasmania was six on the medal tally at that point, thanks to both Ariane Titmus um, and Georgia Baker, and basically. Six out of how many? How many? Uh, I don't know how many, but we were, at that point we had won four gold and three silver, so we were behind South Africa, Canada, New Zealand, England, and Australia. But, yeah, thanks to two athletes, basically, <laughs> our cyclist Georgia Baker and Ariane Titmus. So uh, not bad for Tassie. Come on, I now. thought you were saying like six out of the Australian states. Are oh, well, we would be six out of the Australian states. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming we've probably got more than the ACT in the Northern Territory, but that doesn't count. New, I mean, Jared can't sit here and gloat about New South Wales. I guarantee you out of the 50 gold we've won, probably 47 of them are won by, by people from New South Wales. So, you know, that's like in Canada saying probably Toronto and Montreal is where all the athletes are from. So um, I wanted to quickly talk about Kylie Mass. Now, I... Every time I see Kylie Mass result, it's a silver medal. It's just Kylie Mass has won silver, 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 silver. But, like, the thing is, surely you would think after a certain amount of time of always finishing second, you would get to a point where you're just like, oh, for fuck's sake. She is smiling every time she wins a silver. She's like she's won the gold. I'm looking here at her career medal record, according to Wikipedia. This covers Olympics, World Championships, Commonwealth Games, and Pampax. Seven gold, 15 silver, and six bronze. And at these games alone, uh, she has won one gold, four silver, and zero bronze. Now, we used to joke about bronze being the Canadian gold. Kylie Mass, silver is the Kylie Mass gold. Uh, I mean, love it a bit. She's so happy all the time. But, like... Why is she always winning silver, Colin? Like she's got a—I don't know. What does she need in a diet to get some more gold? She should be better than Summer, Betty, better than Penny. Like, come on, she's winning too many silvers. Let's get start a campaign. Let's get Kylie some gold. Well, one interesting thing, and I'm not going to say this is the reason why, but uh, I, I'm going to say more. This is 
where the bragging rights should come in. We talk about, you know, being old on uh, a swimmer level. I mean, Kylie is like 26, 27 now. Uh, she really started to break through. It was, it was actually post Rio. Uh, so, I mean, she was in her early twenties when she started to break through and most swimmers there and they're like their late teens. Like you take Penny and Summer, they're teenagers. So uh, the fact that she's still maintaining, you know, the, her top level game of silver medalist uh, after uh, what five, six years now, and she's closing in on her late twenties. I mean, uh, who knows? Maybe she can pull off the upset. I, I don't think that she's going to rise to become Miss Gold by the time she is 30, but you never know. I mean, she hasn't lost a step. I, I mean, I'm looking here. She's never won a gold at the Olympics, obviously, as we know. So uh, hopefully that comes through in Paris. I don't know, Jared, if you pay much attention to Kylie Mass and the Canadians. You only really know about them, obviously, because we talk about them on the show. But I mean, what does she, does, does Kaylee have to retire so that Kylie can come through? <laughs> Possibly. I don't know. I feel like. It's oh, it's almost more impressive to finish second that many times than to win that many times, right? Like Sorry. that takes skill to 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 time it just right so that you don't yeah. win and finish second, and then also you're not finishing third. Like that's to me that's kind of more impressive. So she should hang her hat on that. And also, I do I, uh, let's lay the blame also firmly on a her teammates get better on the relays, and b the <laughs> IOC. Um, I mean, include the. I mean, she won gold in the fifty meter backstroke at the Commonwealth. That's not a real event. Uh, but I mean, you know, the Olympics, if they included it, then maybe it would be a real event, right? But like one thing, and I, I, I like what you said about her always being happy, because I think she legitimately might be our happiest athlete ever. <laughs> you know, like she, she's never down, never like, oh, I really wish I could have done better. But uh, swimming is one of those sports where uh, I, I'm not going to say people wash out after one games, but it's not unusual to have people have incredible success in one Olympics, then four years later, they're just gone, particularly in swimming. To, to be able to maintain success from one game to the other is still kind of less normal than uh, than to not do it. So um, roundabout way of saying, I mean, she, she's, she's still, she's on double games for both Olympics and Commonwealth Games where she's on the board. Uh, and that has to be some type of accomplishment. I, it's absolutely no knock against her. I just, I feel bad for the fact that she's always getting second. It's like, I mean, a but lot like, of the time again, she's being beaten by Australians. I kind of feel guilty. And that's the, that's kind of the other thing. Cause you know, I'll talk about rugby sevens in a, a little bit here, but uh, sometimes you look at the competition and you just look at the other countries. You're like, well, I know we're not winning that, you know? And I mean, when we go back six years for Canada to have won anything, in swimming <laughs> to be able to get a silver in swimming was like, how did that happen? So maybe we're, I think we're still kind of, even though we have like Maggie McNeil and uh, we have summer McIntosh and, you know, Penny who have won their golds. Uh, the fact that uh, we have even a silver still, I, I think most of Canada is still in that mindset of like, we shouldn't be doing this. Like we're not good swimmers uh, or at least we haven't been in 20, 30 years. Breaking news in the lawn bowls after no, 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 hold ends- on. Stop. Stop. Breaking news. Do it oh, right. Sorry. So Enthusiasm. I was, Who's phoning it in now? I am because I was watching the football and fucking Collingwood are going to win again. Fuck you, Collingwood. I switched over to <laughs> 7-2 and the rhythmic gymnastics on and there was some slow motion replays going on there. Very distracting. But then, all right, sorry. Uh, hang on. Breaking news in the rhythmic gymnastics. Kamal Kalema of Canada is in first place in the women's all around. Um, she got 27.00 and has a hoop. So, uh, and right now, another 
I'm not going to comment on her attractiveness because that's inappropriate. In 2022, another athlete of strong stature who would do well in life uh, from New, oh, New Zealand. Oh, Havana Rosalie Hopman. Oh, well, she just lost some points there. She's about to play with a hoop. Uh, breaking news, breaking news in the lawn bowls. I, I don't know what vent this is. It's the group lawn bowls. Uh, Scotland 8, Wales 6 after end 9. So um, it's going off there at the Lawn Bowls rink, as they call it. Also, just quickly, the, sh- the fans still haven't showed up. Uh, I don't know where they are no. in Birmingham. <laughs> I, I was, I was going to because everything that I'm watching, it looks packed. So maybe it's just certain events. Mm. Maybe it's the Australian coverage. They like to blur out the English people. Oh, England <laughs> doesn't have fans. <laughs> I feel yeah, like they, they, better, better. they better bring it back to the Gold Coast where people actually showed up. <laughs> like the... Um, what was on the first day that we were talking about? Nobody was there. I think there was a hockey game on and lawn bowls. Know, something net, was uh, outside as well, just like I know, running through the street. Oh, rugby. There was a, there was a, mm. I was on the yeah. streets, the triathlon maybe. There was a few Yeah, people so the triathlon, the triathlon, nobody was there. The yeah. marathon, I feel like they picked it up a bit. But then the like road race cycling, there were so many people out on the streets. Mountain maybe, biking, maybe. no one was there. I was held in oh, a well. paddock in someone's backyard. <laughs> 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 I love that. I love there was a, the mountain biking commentator, not uh, Scott McGraw, the other guy. He was like the two skateboarding people. I was like, who is this guy? Why is he there? Um, Colin, you said you wanted to talk about the the rugby. Yeah, well, that was one of the few. Now with the CBC coverage, I'm actually going through it right now. The other tricky thing is of the six channels you could watch, you have to sit through uh, 60 seconds of commercials before they even start showing you what's on it. So to even know what's on that channel, I sit through a minute of commercials six times over. Uh, But uh, I was lucky enough on Saturday, uh, I think it was Saturday and Sunday when rugby was on uh, to actually be able to watch the majority of it. Uh, But uh, so that that's probably the, the one event I've been able to see throughout the you know quarterfinals, semifinals, finals, and everything like that. Uh, but I mean, it, it was, it was exciting you know, to a certain extent when I saw, okay, Canada's in the semis, but then when you see there's Fiji, there's Australia, there's New Zealand, you're like, I know we're not even getting a bronze here. You know, <laughs> we will play for the bronze and that's a victory. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, that, that's, I think that was one of the more fun sports to watch. And I actually got um, uh, Jamie watching a little bit of it until she said, you know, I don't really care about this. And then <laughs> walked away. But uh, I, you know, I was able to show Casper some rugby sevens. Um, he thought it was football, which <laughs> close, close enough. <laughs> which football uh, but, are we uh, talking here? Are we talking Canadian football or soccer? Uh, I, he doesn't know the difference. <laughs> He'll call them all football. <laughs> Everyone has a football somewhere. He's just got. If it's Remy, if it's Remy, it's it's just going to be hockey, right? It's going to be poo, yeah. (laughs) But uh, I mean, yeah, it was great to see Canada at least in the the mix there. Which I mean, we that was one of uh, the the big surprises that Canada had in Rio was in rugby sevens. Um, And uh, we six years ago, Colin, move on. (laughs) Well, but again, we're talking about consistency. We're still playing for a bronze. Australia is still. I mean, we're so successful in baseball after we won that silver medal in Athens. Uh, So I mean, (laughs) we're still riding a high nearly twenty years later from our Athens silver medal in baseball. But 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 the the thing is, when when you look at what the the actual CBC TV coverage is, that's when you start to get a gauge on where the people's interest is. And on Saturday, it was unfortunate that they basically showed 
um, a, a lot of the, the, the early matches, not up to, I think up to the quarterfinals, because at that point on Saturday, that's all that had actually finished of rugby sevens, but they were airing it for the first two hours on Saturday it was rugby sevens, rugby sevens before they switched over to swimming. And I, decided to watch the rest of rugby sevens live so I could actually see the ones that matter. Uh, but it is got 50% of the coverage on Saturday, which was, I guess, technically 25% of the, the actual TV coverage that CBC carried over the weekend. Uh, I mean, that's, that's huge that there's enough people with an interest in rugby sevens that they actually bothered to give it 25% of the TV coverage. Well, I think channel seven are doing well right now for Anastasia Pingu of Cyprus, who is loving the shit out of this hoop. Right now, um, she is just going off. I'm still trying to find. I'm only on the. I'm only on the third channel. The commercials for the third channel now. Oh, Jared, are you on board with Anastasia Pingu of Cyprus right now in a hoop? I'm actually. I'm watching the synchronized diving. So. Um, oh. You're getting. You're over. getting the good stuff. I mean, <laughs> Anastasia here is two seconds away from forming an OnlyFans of this hoop, and I'm on board with that. <laughs> um, this is uh, this is too delicious. Uh, screw you and your hatred of rhythmic gymnastics, Jared. This is this is entertaining. Um, wanted to talk about former guests on this show and the success. We 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 do this a lot during the Olympics. The off the podium curse, broken that. Still the Ben Waterworth curse of, of gold medals. Um, what's his face? Jack won gold in the Paralympics, so that's kind of halfway broken. But when we get to the the non Paralympics, I don't was in the normal Olympics. That's just you know what I'm talking about. But uh, we'll get to that eventually. But let's talk about. Some of our guests on the show and the success of how the Commonwealth Games. Maeve Plough, a gold and a silver in the cycling. Good for Maeve. Georgia Goldwyn, two gold, three silver, total of five medals. Charlotte Castler, gold in the rugby sevens. Mac Horton, got a gold and a bronze, two in total. Matt Denny, gold in the discus overnight and his bulge. That was great. Emily Whitehead in the gymnastics, a silver and a bronze. Kylie Mass, a gold, four silver, zero bronze, five in total. Lorian Genest, one silver, one in total, and Kelsey Mitchell, three silver and a bronze, four in total. So we're doing all right there, Colin. The the interviews are pr- providing great medals in the Commonwealth Games. Can we just retitle this a Commonwealth Games podcast because we have more success with <laughs> the Commonwealth Games? We start getting our Namibian guests on and our Malawian <laughs> guests on, but that's I mean that's a good haul. Twenty three medals have come from guests on this show. So there you go. If you want to be a flag bearer or you want to win Commonwealth Games medals, come on off the podium. You, you, you're you set, basically. Um, sorry, I'm still just distracted by Pingu here on the um, the rhythmic gymnastics. Um, what else? Uh, I mean, Jared, anything else you've watched during the week or any comments? Channel 7, anything else that uh, tickles your fancy? Is Colin gets breakfast. Breakfast time for Colin. Um, I thought the time trial was good. Like I watched both like the men's and the women's in that. So that was good. And as I said that we finally saw some of the, uh, Brums out on the street. Um, <laughs> not Brum though. Sadly, Brum wasn't out there. Mm. I haven't seen him yet. I haven't seen the ball either. Come on now. No, other than that, Where I've been enjoying ball? like the athletics as well. Uh, and I'm keen to see how like the decathlon ends up because yeah. we're, we're, we're in with a shot. Cedric so, second. Um, I believe is he at the second moment? at the moment. I think yeah, yeah. and that'd Did, be um, nice for him to get the gold after helping Maloney at the Olympics. I um our heptathlete, she was winning after a couple of rounds, but I'm guessing did she end up getting a medal? I don't think she did. Did she? Like yeah, she didn't end up on the podium. She was doing well, but um I liked with Matt Denny winning the gold. 
there was the English guy. Did you see the interview afterwards? He was being interviewed by um by Richo, and uh, an English competitor came up and put put like live on TV's arm around him. And he's like fucking Matt Denny, fucking Matt Denny, and he walks off. And then Matt Denny's like, that guy is a unit. Check out how big he is. And then Richo's like, yes, he is thick. <laughs> like okay that was live on tv um but the high jumps tomorrow so uh mm. eleanor and nicola that's that's the big rivalry that we've got going on uh hopefully nicola's got a book out and she's writing notes down and eleanor's just listening to her interview that she did on off the podium so uh that that's how it works uh Kyle, anything else you've been watching when you can watch it obviously <laughs> cbc not providing you with much an opportunity to watch it apparently um, I, I just tuned into finally on channel number four, got through the commercials and rhythmic ah, gymnastics. You got the same um, one I've got on right now. There you go. See, see how that goes. Uh, actually, I, I, I have watched uh, with the Commonwealth games and the Pan Am games. I like to focus more on the sports that I can't watch anywhere else. So like swimming, I kind of like skim through it because I knew CBC would have the coverage. Uh, but, uh, I I've been watching things like squash, and mm. netball, actually, I've, I've caught a couple times. Uh, and I, I think I even messaged you both because Casper was really rooting for Uganda uh, in netball. <laughs> and uh, we came up with the, the national anthem for Uganda, uh, which he has sang a couple other times since then. So we're going on, what, five days now since watching Uganda? And he still every once in a while, Uganda! <laughs> so uh, really pulling for Uganda to get something. And, and I don't know if you have the national anthem yet, but uh, that would be exciting if you do. I, I, I haven't. Save that to the end when we go over our Uganda medal tally. But uh, Uganda will be With playing the- for fifth place in the netball, Colin. They'll be playing against their uh, arch-African rivals, South Africa, to uh, get fifth at the Commonwealth Games. Uh, I was going to say with squash, like, like I, I, I don't mind watching squash, but, like, is there a point to squash doubles, like, to me, it's like you barely move. Like you're on a small court and you have four people and let me take one step to the right. Like doubles tennis, there's a lot more movement There's with with individual squash. It's a very fast paced game. It's very, you know, back and forth. The the people are sweating with doubles. I'm like, you barely have to lift a finger. Like I don't understand the point of it. Jared, come on. You're Mr. Squash. Defend double squash. I feel like the the trick with doubles squash is just to get out of out of the way. But I like I agree with you. It should be like um, at the cinemas when they like extend like the the screen out for like the like mm. wide screen. Yeah. Like definitely they should extend the court out. That cube should turn to a rectangle for for doubles. I think. Yeah, I I have I caught a bit of squash. But um, it's one of the ones that I haven't seen a lot of. Um, I, they've shown a bit on seven. It's like I saw a bit of the boxing, but y- you know it's kind of. The ones that I actually got to see in person four years ago, I kind of, you know, the table tennis uh, and and the badminton was on earlier on TV before as well. So, yeah, it's, it's I, I mean, I'm definitely on board with you, Jared. I think squash should be an Olympic sport, but um, it's, yeah, it's it's fun to watch sometimes, but it's also an interesting, it's not a very uh, spectator-friendly sport, squash. Uh, the, when I watched it, mm. you had to be in the right position to be able to see what you were seeing, watching people in a cube. It's kind of like underwater hockey, not the most uh, spectator-friendly sport. It's probably why it's not an Olympic sport. Um, you mentioned netball. Should mention this, Jared. The boilover of boilovers. You thought losing to England four years ago was an upset in netball. Australia lost to Jamaica in netball, Jared. Netball, you don't... Sprinting, bobsled, sure. Cricket, they're like a quarter of the West Indies. But netball, 
What's going on here, Jared? National inquiry into the state of our netball team right now. It's not great, is it? And we just have this habit lately of like choking. We're always yeah. up at like three quarter time. I think it was like 46 to 40 or something at three quarter time time. And then we go on to lose. I just, I'm hoping it's part of like a bigger plan. <laughs> like they were like rigging the draw so that they could verse England in the semifinal to knock them out. So that's like their revenge, for like losing the gold is like England. We're not even going to give you a silver this time. We're, we're going to relegate you to the bronze medal match. But um, I don't think they thought that far ahead. I think there's um, yeah, I think it's, in big danger moving forward. Just it's such a weird fast. sport to choke that bad. It is. I feel like you get like, up and, and like you're good. It's just like end to end, like point for point. It's it is and the thing though that I one thing I'll say is that it's it's good that netball is somewhat becoming more competitive. Because let's be honest, I'm sure you're the same as me. Every time you'd watch netball at a Commonwealth Games or a World Championship, it was always going to be an Australia New Zealand final. It never changed. It always was the same. Now, at least after the last Commonwealth Games with England winning and now Jamaica, it's the first time Jamaica's ever beaten Australia in netball, ever, in the history of the sport. Uh, And as you say, Australia now plays England in the semis because England knocked off New Zealand in their group, which is a bit of an upset. Uh, So you've got Jamaica playing New Zealand, England versus Australia. So we're still on potentially for Australia-New Zealand in the final. But, I mean, yeah, it was a boil over and good on Jamaica though well done knock off New Zealand and then bloody beat England if we can't beat England but yeah we're going to get revenge on bloody England we can't lose mm. to England in England um you know the other sort of teen sports uh how they're going along Australia ended up winning that game against India that we were talking about a week ago after looking like we were choking got up there in the end so uh we're gonna play New Zealand in the first semi-final uh and uh, England play India in the other semi-final so pretty standard there and in the hockey, uh, the Kookaburras, that is the men's team, uh, completely undefeated. Uh, they've got a measly 27 positive goal difference, having scored 29 goals for and only two against. So doing okay there. And the Hockey Roos, the women's team, uh, also undefeated with a lazy 16 goals for and zero goals against. So uh, doing okay, both the men's and the women's uh, hockey team. Of course, the Kookaburras never lost... Uh, Commonwealth Games. They're, what, four from four, I think, uh, gold medals at the Commonwealth Games. And the women didn't end up winning four years ago. I think the hockey was, that was the first time, I think they lost to New Zealand from memory in the final. That was the first time they'd ever lost a gold medal. So uh, Australia playing India in the semis and that, and uh, New Zealand playing England. And uh, the men's, are we up to the, have they decided those semis? Yes, Australia playing England and India playing South Africa. Uh, Canada, Colin, in the men's hockey, field hockey, will be playing for seventh. Are you confident? Uh, (laughs) I didn't even realize we had uh, gotten that far, but that what I always like, you know, do a search. Okay, Canada, Commonwealth Games, see if I could find what the Canadian results were. Because I know CBC is not going to tell me. Uh, But uh, one of the, the top stories that came up when I searched Canada Commonwealth Games today was about uh, a field hockey player from Canada who choked another uh, player from, uh, I think it, yeah, it was England. So well, they deserved <laughs> it they're from England. <laughs> That's for oppressing us for all these years, eh? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, if, if if hands are around next, then I think we got a good shot at seventh. Well, in the women's, you could be two spots better. You're playing for fifth against Scotland. Nah. So come on, Canada women. Fifth in the Choke Commonwealth. Em. <laughs> Choke them. 
put your hands around him. We do know it's the only time Canada gets aggressive is in hockey. So they're just taking yeah, exactly. a little bit uh, a little bit seriously. Um, before we just look ahead to the final few days, uh, we said we were going to do an athlete of the week. Now, okay, I'm guessing we're going to do an athlete of the game. So I've got I've got a trade for you, Colin, because I feel Jared's not going to be on board with me for this because I was getting ready to throw a chair because your argument about Penny, oh, she's the greatest, blah, 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 blah. So my argument automatically is Emma because Emma... Greatest Australian, greatest Commonwealth athlete of all time with her 19 medals of all time. If you argue that, I'm throwing a chair. But to me, she should be the athlete of the games. So I don't want to give her two things because you will chuck a little tanty. So my trade, and Jared, you can tell me your thoughts unless you've got other nominees here, is we give Emma McKeon next week the athlete of the games and Kylie Mass or Summer McIntosh can have athlete of the week. How's that for you? I... Hey, I'm 100% on board with you with Emma. I was going to say she's a lock for today, but you want to save her for the games. That's fine. I just, um, I don't, I, actually, I thought you would complain if I, I had two, she got two awards in the space of like a couple of days. Well, well, no, I mean, I, I think, yeah, one, one and done, that should be it. I, I was not going to put up a Canadian though as an alternate. Oh, I was all right, okay. Well, up, that was just all right. Calm down, then. Who, you don't who, have to throw me a bone. This isn't a, this isn't about Canada versus Australia, Ben. <laughs> it's about appreciating the athlete's success. Still gets angry at me, Jared. I'm being nice to the guy. And he's still yelling at me. <laughs> you can't win. Can't fucking win. But uh, but actually, I wanted to put up, and I know it's I'm going to be argued with, uh, but uh, it's going to be a Brit. Uh, James uh, Wilby, who's who's the hey, guy? When you say Brit, hang on, English, Scottish, Welsh, or Northern Irish, or Jersey, or Guernsey, whereabouts in Britain? Uh, uh, England. Uh, oh, he, well, he's the guy. He's, <laughs> he's the guy English. who beat. Twat. He's the guy who beat Adam Peaty, and actually, well. he he beat uh, Gobbledygook Stugglycook as well. But uh, <laughs> if if you <laughs> if you have a chance to watch James Wilby's celebration, it might just win even Ben over. Uh, because you get these people who just explode and then you get the people who are reserved. They're like, that was good. I'm going to pat myself <laughs> on the back. He did both multiple times. It was basically like, yeah, I'm number one. Oh, look, Adam over there. Fourth place. Okay, that's not bad. And then all of a sudden, nowhere. <laughs> he just starts growling <laughs> and exploding. And then he goes back to the, all right, did an excellent job. Thumbs up. <laughs> Maybe the greatest victory celebration I've ever seen in sports. I mean, that would be my alternate choice. All right, so I'm just seeing Louise Chrissy from Scotland is looking like uh, Wonder Woman from Wonder Woman 84 when she wore that multicolored <laughs> outfit. And she's got the, uh, it's not a man bun, she's a woman. She's got the woman bun, the normal bun, let's be honest. Uh, Jared, I mean, I don't know if you got anything there on James Wilby or you got any other nominees? I don't have any strong opinions on this. Uh, going into the episode, I was leaning towards Georgia from the gymnastics. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't think we'll get away with two Australians. <laughs> I don't think we'll get away with two Australians here. Come on. Even though it's the Commonwealth Games and we're shitting all over everyone, but let's not uh, go through that. Another one, though, that um, could be of a, of a mention, uh, something a little bit different, is the fact that Northern Ireland... Uh, won a couple of gold, well, won one gold medal in the swimming. Uh, Bethany Firth in the 200-meter freestyle S14, which I don't know when it comes to the great nations of swimming, I hear much about Northern Ireland. So, but uh, oh, I could wait, be on board with James Wilby. You said that's a para-athlete, though? Yeah, well, that's still an athlete, aren't they? <laughs> well, no, that what was my What are you saying, Colin? Point. That we only give that this was... to able-bodied athletes? 
I was actually my entire point is that why wouldn't we split it up and give one to a pair athlete and the one to I'm not a making two graphics. I don't have time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not saying two for this week. I'm saying this week we give it to a pair athlete and the next week we give it to a non-pair athlete. Well, if, That's if not you a bad would, idea. would you want to do again? that over over James? Is that what you want to do? Uh, her name I mean, is I, I, Bethany Firth. She's a Northern um, Irish uh, swimmer. Uh, she uh, is a five-time Commonwealth Games, uh, Olympic, Paralympic gold medalist, and uh, this was her first ever Commonwealth Games gold medal. Uh, she's yeah, twenty-six. It's not bad. I'd, I'd be and up for both of them. So, which one are we doing? Well, I, I'm not the only vote here, Ben. So I'm, I'm saying I, I'm so okay snappy. with either of them. What are your opinions? Wow, he gets so angry, Jared. This is this is like just just a little bit. Um, uh, Jared, would you rather a Northern Irish para swimmer or an English swimmer? Or do we want to look outside of the sport of swimming? Because uh, we're going to give swimming next week. I don't give, like, uh, whatever. I, I suggested Northern Irish. My vote's Northern Ireland. Uh, Jared, who are you on board? I feel like I need more more context. It is her first Commonwealth Games. It is her first Commonwealth Games gold medal. Uh, I don't know if she's uh, competing. Wikipedia page extend that far or not? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it doesn't. Um, Wikipedia but is so ableist. I think to, give it to Northern Ireland, you know? Yeah, Bethany Firth. Good for Excellent her. Excellent choice. She, um, she's Christian and she's a member of the Fellowship Church. So that's... That's not why she's a power athlete. Uh, I don't, and I don't. you know what? She has a learning difficulty that causes short-term memory loss. Hey, that sounds familiar. That's me. I don't even know what I'm doing <laughs> half the time. Um, no, good for her. Bethany Firth, congratulations. You are first. And then we we this. give it to a, a local that way as well. Because I mean, we always try to give yeah. at least one athlete of the day to He's not Nation. fucking English. Um, so... <laughs> Congratulations, Emma, next week on the Athlete of the uh, the Games, then, clearly. Uh, before we wrap it up and look ahead to next week, just one thing I want to ask Jared, because I know big Eurovision fan. Obviously, the UK will be hosting Eurovision next year because Ukraine can't, and unfortunately the UK got second with that rubbish song. Um, but I did see that of all the bid cities... Birmingham apparently is favourite due to them successfully hosting the Commonwealth Games. Would you be on board? I don't know if you're looking into flights next year to the UK, but would you be on board for Birmingham being a Eurovision host? Because I don't know if Eurovision has ever been in Birmingham before. I don't hate the idea, but I'm so firmly on the Glasgow train for Eurovision. Yes, yes. That- they can be maybe my second choice, but it's, it's got to be Glasgow, right? Because then it's like the Eurovision movie and it's the same as that and just it fits. It needs to be. Yeah, which because I always like it's it's that ignorance here. I Here I am going like, what do you mean? What part of Great Britain, Colin? Yet here I am thinking as soon as he Great Britain was well, going to be in London. Oh, wait, you can include <laughs> Scotland, Wales and uh, Northern Ireland as well, Ben. Uh, you're it's not racist, you're, you're monarchist. I don't know what the word is, but... Uh, <laughs> Colin, you saw Glasgow host the uh, Eurovision when Iceland Fire Saga did well. It's uh, <laughs> a great movie. I want to watch that again. Um, are you on board for Birmingham as a backup choice hosting Eurovision next year? I mean, if it means we'll get Will Ferrell, Rachel McAdams, yes. or Pierce Brosnan, I'm for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ding Dong is like the opening song of the whole thing. <laughs> yes. 
you know what? I, 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 this is nothing to do with Commonwealth Games, so some people may too know, but uh, there is a, um, uh, you're both familiar with Baby Shark, right? Oh, please don't sing it, but yes, I have, I'm they, aware of it. Well, I'm not going to sing that one, but Baby Shark, like there's Pink Fong is the brand, right? And Pink Fong's theme song goes, uh, hello, hello, Pink Fong. Da, 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 da. And every time I hear it, I'm like, yeah, yeah. The Uganda National Kong. Anthem. <laughs> it, it is exa- that we've got it now. There's you got a national anthem, but it, the the pink fong theme is yah yah ding dong. So I think there might be a lawsuit coming. I just want to point out with the the legend that is Pierce Brosnan, literally behind me on my you know over my shoulder there. Obviously, the greatest James Bond of all time in a Eurovision movie. Uh, about to be a DC. Is he a villain or a good guy in Black Adam? I don't even know. I think he's a villain, isn't he? And then also yeah. apparently just about to be in Star Wars. I mean, this guy has done it all, all right? He just needs to do something to do with the Olympics now. He narrated. When he we needs, the world, he, he needs, needs to win a golden rhythm to gymnastics. That's oh, the only would, thing. I, would be, I wouldn't even be talking to you right now if he was in a leotard <laughs> playing with a hoop. I'd be having some alone time with Ben. When we do the World Cup later this year, if you want to get – on board and look at some great World Cup films. He narrated the official 2006 film for the World Cup. And I've got it. If you want to watch it and hear Pierce Brosnan's beautiful voice, he narrates the official film. So oh, there you I go, hope, Colin. Get into soccer. I, I hope it starts with, this is Pierce Brosnan talking about the World Cup. Thought I forgot, yay! <laughs> Somebody the other day shared on Twitter because um, the official James Bond account was doing some sort of promotion for the 60th anniversary and they forgot Pierce Brosnan. And so, of course, everybody was, like, ripping into about how apparently, like, Barbara Broccoli wants to deliberately forget about Pierce Brosnan. So somebody then, like, replied with the clip of him going, Thor, I've forgotten you, eh? <laughs> Which, by the way, listen to 007. Great podcast. Jared, you're an avid listener. Uh, aren't you? You uh, love all it, All the time. You? you know it. Who's your no favourite James Bond, Jared? Um, the yet-to-be Idris, you know? Oh, <laughs> Good call. The senior citizen. (laughs) Senior citizen Idris. Um, What are you looking forward to over the next couple of days, gentlemen? Uh, Obviously, we've got a few things to to come. Uh, Closing ceremony, no ball. Hopefully the ball's back. I don't know. Colin, anything in particular that you're, uh, you're keen for? Um, I'm, I'm interested to see what happens in uh, the sprinting without Andre and Aaron and um You mean the Brendan. relays? You know the, the solo ones have been, right? Well, I wouldn't know because we were short here. <laughs> I told but you Kenya won really, the men's. I really, think uh, did Elaine win the women's? Yes, uh, but the 200 uh, still to come, right? The 200, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you meant, and, and, Colin. Clearly, the, <laughs> Sorry, well, Colin. the relays—the relay—is what we're coming off of the World Championship gold medal in, too. So I don't know if, if our B team can pull it off as well. Is Brendan in that there, or did they all—they all pulled out? Uh, all there, well, there is there's four of them, and I, I know that Aaron and Andre pulled out, and Jerome Blake and uh, Brendan Rodney are the other two, and one of them pulled out, but one of them is still there. I just can't remember which. Brendan's one. there because I saw him in the 200 heats because oh, Bruce was shot. like talking about how like. It was a shame Bruce. that none of nobody else came. Can I say, Bruce, what a man. Still still going strong. Just amazing. In a leotard. Still, still, oh, don't get me Bruce started. Calling Bruce calling the, what was it? I want to say the women's 10,000 meters. Mm. Epic. Just he's Also, that race itself, epic. That the final of that race, so good. Go and watch it. He's, and just anything, the, the guy could, commentate on the bible and i would be hooked just uh i finally he got because he got these logies hall of fame i finally watched his uh 
little clip the other day. If you want to watch a good 20-minute video of him being inducted, maybe I'll send it to Colin so you can just see what an epic legend he is in the history of Australian <laughs> television. Um, and just on the 100 metres for the men, so yeah, Ferdinand Omanyala of Kenya winning that. Uh, Rowan Browning, we should mention the mullet. He made it through to the final. Jared, he got six. <laughs> Uh, we haven't won a medal in the 100 metres at Commonwealth Games, I think, in about 60 years. So uh, did you, what did you think of Rowan's beautiful mull? He was in with a good shot. Bruce got very excited. He started well, didn't he? And then it just, just faded off. I feel like Rowan just gave us some good quotes. Yeah, he, he really did. He, he went, got through his heat and talked about, I don't know, get through it quick and do a couple of bum taps and this, that, whatever else. And then <laughs> and then came sixth in the final. Like, There's nothing sexy about finishing sixth. So um, good quote machine, Rowan. And, of course, Peter Bowl is through to the 800. Keep an eye on him. We love Peter. In um, case you didn't know. Exactly. That's not promoted all the no time. No coverage just, at all. Elaine did get the gold in the, the women's, um, but six in the women's 100 metres, Zoe Hobbs of New Zealand. Uh, you know, it's a Commonwealth Games when a sprinter from New Zealand finishes uh, nearly in the top half. So Is it Zoe or Zoe? Uh <laughs> <laughs> Probably from Australia, really, too. Um, she's the Oceana record holder for the 100 metres. Good for her. Good for you, Zoe. Um, Jared, looking forward to uh, Peter, to, to the, the great high jump, jump off between Eleanor and and um, um, uh, Nicole. Nicola, well, I've gone blank on her name. Thank you, Ben. Um, I know my athletes. I am. It's, it's hard to get used to the uh, the surname change. I keep mm. always like McDermott. She got married. I'm like, who's, who's this? Who's Olive Joshua? And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's her. Uh, yeah, so looking forward to that. Looking forward to um, the uh, Hull versus Hull battle mm. uh, in the 1500. That's always a good one. Um, what else? Like I said before, the decathlon finishing off, which I think is probably going to be annoyingly early hours of this morning, but um, might get up for that. Got to say, we're leading the medal tally in the athletics right now, Australia, which is weird. We don't really <laughs> top medal tallies in athletics, so still early. Um, I'm I'm netball. I'm I'm intrigued to see what will happen in the netball, just to see if we get revenge on England and then if we face Jamaica again. Like that would be a you know ten years ago, you'd never believe it'd be Australia Jamaica final. Uh, so that that's a big one. And the cricket, you know, come on Australia, just shit all over everyone. We don't really shit all over everyone. That's a bit rude. But uh, you're not Remy. He'll probably eat it. But um, yeah. Amber Heard. <laughs> oh, she pooed on the bed. That's funny. Uh, but we will be back next week to wrap up the final few days and the closing ceremony and the whole games itself. Um, just go over everything that we haven't covered and I guess look ahead to Victoria 20. It's so weird that it's Victoria 2026 when I just keep thinking like, oh, Canada's got the games back. They're going back to Victoria. But it's the state of Victoria. It's so weird. Uh, but uh, we can look at the head to that. Uh, social media, follow us on all those channels, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, you name it, it's there. And uh, we look forward to bringing you more great coverage in the coming week of the Commonwealth Games that are sadly nearly over in Birmingham. Colin, thank you for joining us. And come on, Canada, win a bunch more medals to overtake England. I think you've only got to win, what, 30 more gold to get there. So you can do it. Um, I think our eyes right now are on the silver. Kylie's just going to inject herself into every other event other than swimming and bring us home all the silvers. Oh, she's actually just she's got a hoop right now, so she heard your message. Oh, she's, there uh, we go. She's, she's doing very well on the spinning and the catching the hoop. Uh, Jared, thank you very much, and I hope you enjoy catching your hoop. 
Sure. Sounds good. Sure. Exactly. Sure. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, as always, special shout out to the Birmingham Bull. And until next time, go left. Go left.